Welcome to The Complete Angler, your source of information on the outdoor industry in central Canada. With over 35 years in the field, host Don Lamont covers topics and issues with industry leaders and influencers to bring you up to speed on what's happening in the outdoor world. And now, here's your host, Don Lamont. Fly fishing is enjoying another surge in popularity. More and more hardcore anglers are searching for the ultimate bite. In Manitoba, we have some of the best fly fishing opportunities in the Northern Hemisphere. While they're not your standard trout streams, Stillwater fly fishing is the king. For those wanting to learn more about the sport, the Manitoba Fly Fishers Association is your ticket to adventure. Our guest on today's podcast has been a longtime member of the club. Gerald Conrad brings you up to date on this great organization and the upcoming International Fly Fishing Film Festival the club is hosting on October 14th at the Park Theatre. Hey, Gerald, welcome to the Complete Agler Podcast. Well, thanks, Don. Great to well, be with you. It's been a while. Well, that's, that's great. It's been a while. Um, we're here to talk all things fly fishing. Now, you're a member of the Manitoba Fly Fishers Association, have been for quite a while, and... Um, You've been working on a, a pretty special event here for the last few years. I, how long have you been running the um, International Fly Fishing Film Festival? I believe this is our fourth year now. You contacted me after the after the first one and, and said if Hook could help out with the advertising, and we did, and it turned out to be a roaring success at the Park Theater, and, and I had a chance to go there and watch my first film festival, and I was totally blown away to be honest with you the, the the filming the cinematography is absolutely outstanding yeah it's pretty exciting they it's made up of a number of uh short vignettes you know anywhere from five to maybe 15 minutes and it's radical fly fishing often it's really exciting it's uh, an, an enjoyable event well, I've seen them fly fishing for sharks. I saw them, I guess this year, they're going to be off the back of a sea-doo and all kinds of wild stuff. I mean, and but I mean, the cinematography is just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. No, it's a lot of fun. So why, why do you guys host this event? What's it, what's it do for the club? Well, it, uh, you know, we do try and promote fly fishing in Manitoba and, uh, and, a lot of people just don't have the connections and you know you, they hear about the movie and they come to that and uh, i think it just helps to uh, advertise for for the club well not only that i mean once you see that film if you're not motivated to get out there and get a fly rod in your hand i don't know what will motivate you because that's it's pretty outstanding stuff yeah yeah and uh, the Park Theater is a great venue for it. Um, and uh, we'll be raffling off a fly rod and a line to go with it. And uh, so it'll be a lot of fun. So let's, uh, let's give everybody, all our listeners, a date and a time and where they can get tickets. Yeah. So it's going to be a Thursday night, October 14th. Uh, doors open at 6.30 and uh, the movie starts at 7.00. Uh, tickets are only 10 bucks. It's going to be the best 10 bucks that you can spend this season. That's almost nothing compared to uh, other movies that you might uh, consider attending. And uh, let's see. The, uh, um, the rod we'll be raffling off is an echo-based five weight, 
with a really nice uh, weight forward floating line. Um, and those tickets will be cheap as well, $5 a ticket or three for 10 bucks. Um, anything else that, uh, that I'm forgetting to mention? Well, that's fine. They can find all the information on, on your website, can they not? What is the Manitoba Fly Fishing Association website? Yeah, it's uh, mffa.org. And uh, there are links to tickets on there. Uh, you can buy tickets at our weekly meetings, which uh, are on Tuesdays. Um, uh, and uh, again, they're only 10 bucks. So Now, I get a lot of uh, inquiries from people about, is there any place in this part of the world where I can learn how to fly fish? And a lot of people are not really aware of your club. And you've been around a long time, have you not? Yes, we have. We uh, just had our 50th anniversary last year. Uh, but for people who are interested, who have never fly fished before, it's a great place to start. Um, we have uh, many meetings with uh, fly tying and fly tying demonstrations. And during those meetings, there's always a chance for beginners to come. Uh, all the materials and vices and tools are supplied. And so we always have a beginner's session as well as then some more advanced tying or advanced uh, demonstrations. And right now, if uh, they were to come within the next uh, uh, couple of weeks on Tuesday nights, uh, we're holding some fly casting lessons uh, behind the Riverview Community, Community Center where we, where we meet and uh, come an hour and a half early and, uh, and we'll teach you how to fly cast. Well, I think I better show off. I'm a little rusty. I haven't had the fly rod in my hands for, well, no, I did. I was up at uh, a lodge in Northern Saskatchewan this year and I, and I did manage to catch some really nice pike in my fly rod. So, I mean, right. people don't realize uh, fly fishing is much more than just catching stream trout, especially in Manitoba, since we don't have a whole lot of streams. I explain a little bit about the opportunities. I know part of the opportunities with your club include field trips. Now you're heading off to footprint here relatively shortly. Uh, probably you'll have come back after this podcast airs, but it's one of the many trips that you make during the year, is it not? Oh yeah. Yeah. We uh, actually, we do a couple trips out to footprint, one in the spring and one in the fall. That's one of my favorite lakes, Don. It's uh, about five hours north of Winnipeg up by Grand Rapids. And it's got four species of uh, trout you can catch in there. There's brooks, tiger, tigers, rainbow, and browns. Um, and so that's a fun place to fish. Um, in the spring, we go to uh, William and Bower Lakes, uh, south of uh, Boisdevain, uh, also trout lakes. And then we do a lot of uh, trout fishing in the parklands, uh, in the white shell, and, uh, and then we also have outings out on the Red River. We catch a lot of big channel cats with a fly. And that's really exciting fishing. And then we have some bass outings as well. So it's an active, active group. Not only that, you also have a cabin that, that is available in the Duck Mountains that uh, you can get your name in for if you're a member of the MFFA, which is a really nice perk, is it not? Uh, that's right. It's uh, up by Wellman in the Duck Mountains. So it's a good drive, about five hours. Uh, but uh, yeah, if you're a club member, it's uh, a very cheap way to spend a vacation. No kidding. How much does it uh, cost to become a member? It's uh, 60 bucks uh, for, for a year's membership. 
And you have a number of meetings. Basically, you go all winter long, do you not? Like every Tuesday? Yeah, every Tuesday we meet at the Riverview Community Center. Uh, and uh, the meetings are at 7 o'clock, usually last till around 9 or so. And, uh, and yeah, we go all winter. I've been to a few of them. And boy, I tell you what, there's a wealth of information. You've got some of the absolute best anglers in Manitoba that go there including uh, uh, our friend Stu there, Stu Thompson, who I had on the podcast earlier. He's uh, got a new book that's coming out. So that's, that's, right. uh, that's pretty exciting. And Stu's always there to kind of help out. And especially with, uh, with newbies, Stu taught me how to fly fish. Um, he had me out to the Garson Pond there one day and had me casting for about 10 hours until I was worn out. But, but that's the kind of dedication that club has. So if you're interested at all in learning how to fly fish, I highly recommend that you go to the Manitoba Fly Fishing Association website, mmffa.org, which I'll have in the, in the intro to this podcast, how you get there. And you can look up all the stuff, all the information there. And uh, it's, uh, if you want to learn how to fly fish or you, you want to meet a new group of anglers that are keen and share the same passion, that's the place you want to go. Now, how did... Gerald, a little background on you. Um, you started fly fishing from a, a very early age, did you not? Yes, I did. I grew up in California, and uh, I still remember I was a kid, and uh, my dad and I went out for a lesson in one of the city parks and, uh, and uh, had no idea what we were doing. Uh, went out and bought a little Fenwick rod shortly thereafter. And, uh, you know, I was a kid and you know how kids get passionate about things. I got passionate about uh, fly fishing. And uh, I, I read all the books that were available at that time, you know, with uh, Brooks and Swisher and Richards and all these, all these old authors that are um, probably a little archaic now. But uh, I, would, I would have my folks stop the car if we passed roadkill and I'd <laughs> Occupying quills or take fur off these animals and uh, tie up flies with them. Um, but uh, yeah, California was a great place to fly fish, and that was mostly stream fishing in the Sierra Nevadas there. So uh, where did your where did your career take you? I I know you became a doctor, and, and where did you take your formal education? Well, I uh, I uh, went to uh, the University of Nevada in Reno for my formal education, but I started practicing in Minnesota in Duluth. And uh, we were there for about 15 years. And uh, one of my favorite things to do out there was to fish the Brule River in uh, northern Wisconsin for steelhead. And uh, while we were in Duluth, that became my passion. Um, I'd never caught fish like those uh, steelhead. Well, if you've never been to Duluth, uh, you don't understand what kind of fishing country it is. It's incredible, is it not? Yeah, there's lots of streams and rivers that run out of Superior uh, Lake, and uh, lots of them have steelhead in them. And it's rugged country, too. I don't think a lot of people realize that. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's beautiful country there. So how did you end up in, in Canada? Well, I married a Canadian. That, oh, there uh, you go. Worked, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we moved to Canada about 18 years ago. My wife was from Winnipeg, and uh, um, I had no idea there was any fishing in Manitoba. Well, you know, I only knew about stream fishing, really, at that time. 
And uh, I remember I was uh, doing call for one of the local hospitals here and uh, it was not busy and I was playing on a computer just Googling fly fishing and, and ran across an old website by uh, Bob Sheedy who has been around forever. Yes. And, uh, and uh, heard about all these lakes in Manitoba that people trout fish in. And I, I never even considered that. I knew nothing about it. And, uh, and he's got some books out that I really recommend, even though they're older now, they're really very good uh, uh, introduction books to still water fishing for, for trout. And, uh, and that, that got me interested. And uh, from there, I went on to join the MFFA and uh, never looked back. Well, I got to admit that Bob Sheedy also instilled a lot of passion in me for fly fishing. I met Bob uh, many years ago when uh, probably about the same time that he just published a few of his, his, uh, his books and stuff like that. And, and he was really, he was a guy that kind of led the charge and convinced uh, Ken Kansas, who was the regional biologist at the time, to really uh, look at getting those lakes in the Parkland region organized and uh, really was the impetus behind Flipper, which is fishing lake yeah. improvement for the Parkland region. So it was, it was quite a story. And, and, and Bob was a great ambassador to fly fishing and really helped develop that whole product. And we have a world-class product in Manitoba for uh, lake, uh, for lake trout, uh, stock trout fishing. So it's, um, it's an incredible resource and, and there's a lot of money and a lot of passion that's been put in by a lot of people. So we have great opportunities here in this province and not just trout, as you mentioned, we've got, uh, we've got pike, uh, smallmouth bass, even the odd largemouth, you can catch them. You can catch almost any species of fish on a fly rod. Now you had a recent experience that I have a picture of. You guys uh, in the club, uh, you know, the president, Mike Corrigan, yourself and a few others have been uh, chasing muskie around. Well, that's right. Yeah, um, that's something that's new for me. But uh, uh, we went to uh, Canyon Lake up north of uh, Vermilion Bay. And, uh, and uh, that's just a beautiful musky lake. And uh, we went with, uh, well, there were six of us. And uh, we all caught fish. You know, they say it's a fish of a thousand casts, but we did a lot better than that. I think I picked up, I just spent uh, half a week. Some of my colleagues there were there for the whole week, but uh, I got six to the boat, but there are lots of follows and uh, lots of lost fish. And my biggest was uh, 44 inches, which is a nice fish. Yeah, that's a, that's a great fish, especially on a fly rod. I've been to Canyon Lake, and what's neat about Canyon Lake is uh, you, you, you can get eight muskies that just kind of surround the boat and have a look at you and say, okay, now you got to figure out how to catch them. Oh, yeah, they'll swim by and check out your prop on your, on your motor. But, uh, I mean, these fish, you know, they just, as you're pulling in your fly, they just materialize behind it like an alligator chasing it down. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, it's so exciting. Well, my real passion of fly fishing, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about stream trout fishing in Alberta in a second, but I mean, when I was doing the Complete Angler TV show, I, I got to fly into a lot of fantastic water that held big lake trout and big pike. And so I made that uh, certainly a part of my repertoire and um, I managed to catch my biggest pike on a fly rod was 47 inches. And, but I also did manage to catch a 38 pound lake trout on a fly rod. 
So it can be done, um, but uh, it, it's, it's a challenge, but it's, it's not overly complicated. You just have to study and, and, and understand which kind of lines, which kind of rods, all that kind of good stuff, which the Manitoba fly fishers can certainly help you with. And there's, there's lots of online stuff out there. But we, yeah. uh, we met Gerald uh, through a mutual friend. Um, his name is Phil Brake, and he's a friend of yours, and he's a friend of mine. Uh, and he grew up in California as well, as it, as it turns out. How did you end up meeting Phil? How did you get to know him? Well, we went to uh, college together in Fresno, California. And, I didn't know uh, that. That's yeah. right. And uh, that's where we met. And uh, we actually did some fishing together in California. Um, but he ended up marrying a Winnipeg gal as well. And so he uh, ended up here in Winnipeg well before I did and uh, taught art here in, in the local schools. And he's a great, uh, he's a great artist, by the way. And he's, he, he does sell a lot of uh, paintings, philbreakart.com or whatever it is. But uh, look him up. He's, he's well worth a visit. Yeah. So anyway, we, uh, we got, I got invited to this uh, annual fly fishing trip that you guys were doing out to southern Alberta. And um, uh, so we loaded up a motorhome and, you know, a bunch of, I don't know, four or five or six of us. You guys, you and Ron were in a, your own tent, but Phil and I and a couple other guys were in the motorhome, and then we ended up fishing a bunch of the different streams in southern Alberta. What a great experience there, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, loved fishing the Old Man River and the Livingston, uh, the ca uh, Castle. There's a lot of fantastic rivers out there. And, and I've got uh, a number of stories on the Hooked website on our trips, and that's certainly a worthwhile visit. Um, I, we haven't been back there for a while. COVID kind of got in the way. Um, That's right. no, I, know, yeah. I know you, you had retired, uh, but with COVID, you kind of came back and helped out, did you not? Uh, well, I was still doing hospital shifts during COVID, yeah. Oh, okay. I, uh, uh, I considered myself only partially retired, I guess. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but, but now it's all the way done. Okay, so you're officially done now, are you? Yep. So you ended up being my doctor, and which is probably a good thing since uh, the, the, the last trip we did together, um, I had a little issue with my heart and um, you, you, you recognize that right away and managed to get me to hospital and we, it all turned out well in the end. But I wanna tell a, a funny story about that because the night before um, that I was shipped off to hospital, you, um, you had blown the uh, sole off your hike or your wading boots and i had bought uh, new wading boots and new uh, new waders and uh, you talked to me in the hospital and, and before i went to calgary and said uh, well is it okay if i borrow your wading boots and i said well i don't have any use for them right now so of course you can anyway and you guys ended up having a good trip that's right yeah i'll always remember that trip don um, we, if you, you remember, we were random camping, so we were out in the middle of nowhere on the Old Man River up on this bluff, and uh, it was a long way to Coleman uh, on that uh, forest trunk road, just yeah. a gravel road, and, uh, and I think we just had breakfast, and you called me over and said, Gerald, I'm not feeling well, and Don, you were looking gray, and... Uh, <laughs> And uh, we rounded up some aspirin and gave that to you and threw you into the pickup. 
and Phil and I drove you down to Blairmore, I guess, the hospital there. Yeah. But uh, but that was I don't think I've ever traveled a gravel road as quickly as that. And there you were in the back of the truck, and we're going, Don, are you with us? Are you with us? Because you were not looking good. And I remember we stopped at the ranger station because we thought we'd have to helicopter you out. And they said, well, um, you could probably drive to the hospital faster than we could get a chopper in and take you over. So they called up and they were expecting you when we got there. But uh, it all turned out well. Yeah, it did. And I had a recent checkup in November and everything's 100%. So it's good. Lots more yeah. fishing in the future. <laughs> yeah, and I did appreciate those waiters. I, I needed <laughs> a win-win. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a funny story. That really is. So, um, yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to have you on the show and, and, uh, let people know that number one, Manitoba Fly Fishing Association is a great resource here in Manitoba. And I've done tremendous amount of work in, in not only promoting the sport, but also in, in, uh, uh, lobbying for the resort, right. Being a stakeholder, like trying to protect, trying to enhance the fishery in Manitoba. And you guys do fantastic work in that regard. And uh, your education component is second to none. So make sure you look up these guys uh, because they, they do a tremendous job and you can really learn a lot. So it's a, it's a great organization. And so um, you got any wild trips planned to the mountains in the future? No, nothing right now, Don, but uh, hopefully in the future, we'll plan on getting back there. Okay, Gerald. Well, I want to thank you so much uh, for coming on the show. I will be buying my ticket to the Park Theater. I want to go and see that. It's outstanding. Uh, check out the information on uh, the, the Fly Fishing website. It'll be on the hook to information that goes with this podcast. And uh, we look forward to seeing everybody at the Park Theater. Gerald, uh, let's, right. uh, let's wet a line together here sooner than later. Absolutely, Don. Great talking with you. Thanks for tuning in. Visit hookedmagazine.com to subscribe to The Complete Angler and never miss an episode.